Hi, welcome back to Letcentric Radio, the podcast that truly is a literacy coach in your pocket. I'm your host, Julie Webb. Have you downloaded the free lesson from episode one? Don't let the pigeon drive the bus. You don't want to miss out. Log on to letcentric.com in the shop tab and you'll see the link for episode one. With that link, you'll find the downloadable PDF that includes the text-dependent questions and all the things you need to make the bridge chart as well as a writing task for your students. There's also a video there to show you what the bridge chart looks like in real life and I'll talk you through the design of it and how to execute it with your students. I hope you'll check it out. I wanted to give a shout out to one of the teachers who left us a wonderful review on iTunes. If you haven't given us a five-star rating or review yet, I hope that you'll do so. And I hope that you've already subscribed to Litcentric Radio on iTunes or on any podcast platform that you're listening to. Today, I want to give a shout out to Miss Campbell, who left us a five-star review. She calls it Planning Made Easier. Ms. Campbell says, this podcast is amazing because Julie takes books and develops a lesson on how to teach each book. In each episode, she reads the book with her daughter and then trains, explains the corresponding lesson. I can't wait to use these lessons in my classroom. Thank you, Julie, for creating the podcast for teachers, homeschool, and parents. Thank you so much, Ms. Campbell. I'm so glad you're getting a lot out of the show. All right, in today's episode, number nine, we're going to take a look at rhyme in poetry with the text Pattern Fish. There's a lot of things to love about Pattern Fish, including the amazing illustrations that have multiple patterns in them on every single page. So this is all about fish, and the fish have different patterns on them, like their scales or the bubbles that come out of their mouths, or even the seagrass or the snail that's in the picture. Even the borders around the edge of the picture reinforces the same pattern, whether it's A, B, A, B, or A, B, C, A, B, C, or A, A, B, A, A, B, any of those kind of common patterns that we teach um, in math class in our youngest grades. And not only do uh, the illustrations have amazing patterns, but their same pattern is revealed in the language of, um, of the page. And each page has like a little mini poem that includes that particular um, ocean critter, a fish or a jellyfish or octopus, those kind of things. This book is a great example of how sentence fluency can be used to really make your writing um, stand out and to make it wanna become kind of alive in the mouth of the reader. Um, books and, and writings that have excellent sentence fluency are the ones that sound really good when you read them out loud. And this is definitely that book. So what I like to use this book for is to help my students create rhyming poems. Now, if you're like me and you've taught in the primary grades or you've taught students, maybe you have particular language or literacy challenges, you know that rhyming can be a very difficult process for students to grasp. Oftentimes, my students were good maybe at even identifying a rhyme or eventually they could produce a rhyme, like, you know, a rhyming word. But to actually put that into a poem of their own was a whole nother layer of challenge. And so I use this lesson to help give my students practice and sometimes their first experience writing a rhyming poem that had some really good cadence or rhythm to it um, that really sounded like a real poem. So this is a very structured bridge chart that we're going to create today that provides a really um, nice structure and scaffold to support students. And in the bridge lesson, uh, or in the bridge video that comes along with the lesson, um, it actually, I'll show you all the different pieces. I provide you all these different rhyming words and verbs that I would use with students and walk you through how I would um, support them in creating those on their own. All right, let's get into today's text with my favorite reader, my daughter, Natalie. 
Pattern fish. Look at this. Look at this picture. That's funny. It it's jellyfish days. Yeah. Actually, they, she made him look like the shape of a T, didn't she, to spell the word pattern? Mm-hmm. Wow. And the fishy is the eye, and that the is the snake. Very good. Now, there's something amazing about the book Pattern Fish. The amazing thing is, is how many patterns are on every single page. So let's take a look. Before we read, let's take a look at the visual patterns that you see. Do you notice how it has like a border? Mm -hmm. Yellow, pink, yellow, pink, yellow, pink. What about this pattern? What's this one? Little, the bubbles. little, big, bubble, yellow. Um, little, big, little, big, little, Very big. Very good. And then we've got a black, yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow fish. Look at this. Wavy streak, wavy streak. Even the grass is a pattern. Wow. Green, yellow, green, yellow. Even the snail. Mm hmm Yeah. Purple, pink, purple, pink, purple, pink, purple, pink, purple, okay. pink. And purple, pink. rectangle circle, rectangle circle. It's a shape pattern and a color pattern. Let's see if the words are a pattern, too. Yellow, black, yellow, black. A fish swims in the ocean. It has stripes upon its back. Yellow, black. Yellow, black, yellow, you read it. Black. Very good. Pattern Fish is a lot of fun to read out loud. This is also a great book to actually work with your students and make kind of a class big book for your classroom library. There's a lot of fun things you can do with this book. Trudy Harris also has kind of a companion book that's called Pattern Bugs, and that's a really great one too. So if you're um, doing an ocean unit or maybe doing an insect or spring or garden kind of unit, you may want to include these books because it's that nice crossover between disciplines of, um, you know, English language arts and math. So our bridge chart for today, as I mentioned before, is all working on helping students write their first rhyming poem that has good rhythm to it. Sometimes my students could actually create little rhymes, but because the cadence or the, the beat or the rhythm was all off, it was very difficult for it to, to read it out loud. And so the sentence fluency was really lacking. So in this case, I wanna support students with sentences that are um, crafted for them. We've got some sentence frames we're gonna provide, and then some of the words that they can use to, um, to insert in those and experiment with it a little bit. Uh, this bridge chart, once you do it with students and they work on creating um, their own little poems, they can actually do this in a literacy center later on on their own and start to experiment with creating their own sentences and rhymes. So for this bridge chart, I use several different sentence frames as I mentioned. So I create sentence frames such as blank like to blank, they also like to blank. I mean, these are really simple sentence frames using a lot of high frequency words. Blank like to blank might be you know, fish like to glide. They also like to slide, right? So the student chooses the animal they want, and then the last word in each stanza is the opportunity to create a rhyming word. Another stanza I might provide is blank move with a blank, they blank and they blank. <laughs> Which those sentence frames sound pretty terrible when you say blank the whole time. But imagine again, the animal that they're working on, let's say again, it's just a fish, for example. So fish move with a wiggle, they dive and they jiggle. So in this case, um, again, those last two words are the rhyming pair that I've um, provided students some choices to do that. And, um, and this one actually has an opportunity to use another 
uh, verb from the list that doesn't have to rhyme with anything. So that second one of um, they dive and they jiggle. Dive doesn't have to actually rhyme with anything, but they can choose um, a verb that they like to add in there. Another stanza I might provide is all around they blank, everywhere they blank. So in this case, all around they splash, everywhere they thrash. I've used some of these sentence frames. You can definitely substitute other sentence frames and you can have students help you generate some additional ones. And then students can actually pick and choose from the list which ones they want to use and put together. Because we don't want to give students the idea that writing is some kind of prescription or it's some kind of, you know, completely locked in structure or kind of recipe to follow because writing is far more dynamic than that. But when we are trying to think of supports that our students need in order to get from rhyming single words on their own into building poems with rhyme and cadence and rhythm and all these other pieces that still, you know, make sense and have good sentence fluency, the supports we provide them could be sentence streams like these. Also, some of the things that I, I like to provide for them, which is in the lesson, if you are interested, at lencentric.com in the shop tab, you'll find the link to the lesson there where um, you can download all these sentence frames and you can download all of the um, rhyming words that I provide with this lesson because sometimes it's hard to think of verbs that actually rhyme with one another that will also make sense with a fish kind of poem. So I provide quite um, a few sets for you about oh, I don't know, maybe a dozen different sets here. And all of these can be easily printed on a sticky notes and used to build your bridge chart. And in that lesson, I also provide you a video of how I walk through the bridge chart with students and examples of how I set that up. But even with all these supports here, we don't want our students to think that they shouldn't have you know, input on this bridge chart. So go ahead and work with your students to create different you know, sentence frames they can try. Work with them to create different sets of um, rhyming pairs of verbs. We want students to be heavily involved in that. But at least this way, you've got a structure and some resources to start with, and then you can decide from there how you're going to differentiate that for your students. So sometimes I have students choose maybe just one stanza to start with, or I may put all the stanzas together and have them create a poem. And again, they can mix and match and kind of move the stanzas around in different ways and add or subtract as they see fit. Again, I love the idea of them creating this poem and turning that into a page of a class book where they can also then illustrate you know, that animal and some of the things that they're doing in the picture. It won't turn out exactly like um, the story does, the pattern fish book, but it's kind of its own kind of version of it. And I think it's gonna be a really rich experience for your students. I know my students always loved it, especially um, this was a great lesson to keep students really engaged as you know the year's wrapping up and um, you know students kind of getting distracted by all the different things and maybe the routines are off a little bit. This is a great activity for students to be engaged in for several days with really meaningful writing experience. This is also a great activity to even start the school year with. As long as you're sure that your students have their rhyming skills, this can be a fun activity that you can scaffold a little bit differently in the beginning of the year to help support them with those experiences. And then you can build off those experiences the whole year. So I wanted to let you know that season one of Litcentric Radio is coming to a close very soon. We'll conclude with 12 episodes in season one, and then we're going to take a little break for summer. If you have a mentor text you'd like featured on the show, I'd love to hear about it. Send me an email at julieweb at litcentric.com with mentor text in the subject line. I can't wait to hear your suggestions. 
Well, that's all we have for today on Letcentric Radio. I hope you'll check out Pattern Fish. Take a look at letcentric.com in the shop tab. And I've got a link there for you to purchase your own copy. It's a great book. Kids love it. And it's a lot of fun for them to revisit and read even on their own. Don't forget to follow Letcentric on social media. Everywhere you look, I'm at Letcentric. We'll see you next time. Have a great day at school. It would really help out the show if you could leave a great review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews are one of the best ways for other educators to find the show. And share this episode with a teacher friend who you know could take the ideas and run with them. Or share this episode with a bunch of teacher buddies on social media. Every little bit helps the show, which means we can help support more educators, which is the whole point, right?